Hello friend, this is Sherry Jones, your Speak Life Coach. Welcome to Sherry Speaks Life Podcast. I'm excited you are here. On this podcast, you will learn the value of speaking life regardless of your circumstances. Join me here weekly on your favorite podcast platform, or you can watch me live on Facebook at Sherry Speaks Life on Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Are you ready to speak life? Let's get started. Hello, 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 everybody. How are you all today? It is Friday. (laughs) And I'm so excited to be here with you all again for another Sherry Speaks Life podcast. I am Sherry Jones, your Speak Life coach, and I'm excited to be here with you today for another broadcast. I hope that you all are doing well. I hope that you had a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you didn't eat too much. (laughs) And I hope that you enjoyed time with your family and your friends. As you are coming in, go ahead and share this broadcast. Let me know where you are watching from and I will be getting started with our conversation today. If you saw the topic, it is speaking life to your spouse. And this broadcast is dedicated to my spouse. It is my anniversary. My husband and I have been married 16 years today. And I'm so happy about it. I am so blessed to have a wonderful husband, to have a wonderful relationship Is it perfect? No, it's not. Have we had our ups and downs? Yes, we have. But there are some things that I have learned as a wife and as uh, your Speak Life coach about speaking life to your spouse that I want to talk with you all about today. So um, again, I'm excited about today. I'm excited about reaching this milestone in my marriage for 16 years. To my wonderful husband, Willie. He's amazing, (laughs) y'all. I'm probably a little biased, but he really is. (laughs) So that is our topic, speaking life to your spouse. Now, if you're single, that does not mean that this broadcast is not for you because these tips will help you when your big day comes. When it's time for you to get married, I hope that these tips will help you. I see Samantha's on. She says, happy anniversary. Thank you so much. And Leslie is on. Good morning. Good morning, sis. Thank you all so, so much for watching. As I said, go ahead and share this broadcast out so people can get these tips that I have learned over these past 16 years. And so we will go ahead and get started. Our first tip is put God first. Now, I know you're saying, girl, that's cliche. Everybody tell us that whenever someone gives you marriage advice, what's the first thing they say? Put God first, put God first. And we may say, well, what exactly does that mean? What exactly does that look like in marriage? Matthew 6, 33 tells us, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. That includes marriage. If you seek God first in your marriage, then it will be blessed. Now. Does that mean it's going to be perfect? No. Does that mean you and your spouse are not going to argue? No. Does that mean y'all aren't going to have difficulties and not get along sometimes? No, it doesn't mean that. But what it means is that you are seeking the source 
You're seeking the source of your strength. You're seeking the source of your joy. And when you ask God how you should operate in your marriage, then he will lead you and show you how to communicate with your spouse, how to deal with disagreements with your spouse. Everything that you do or everything that you need in your marriage, if you put God first, if you seek him first, then he will bless it. I can say for me, putting God first has truly helped me to understand my role as a wife. Now, when I first got married, my first year, I act like I was still single, not in the sense of dating other people or anything like that. But my mindset, because I had been independent for so long, had my own stuff. I didn't have to ask anybody anything. I didn't have to consult anybody on anything. And so I was just operating, making decisions, doing all kinds of stuff. <laughs> like I didn't have a spouse. Like I didn't have anyone to consult. And so I had to learn, hey, I have a spouse now. I have a husband and I need to consult him on things. Now, I know a lot of times we don't, as wives, we don't like that word submit. You know, the word tells us to submit to our husbands and we like, mm -mm, I don't know what that means. That don't mean that I'm not going to listen to him. No, submitting does not mean that you don't have a voice. Submitting means recognizing and honoring the divine order in marriage. It says that the husband seat submits to God and the wife submits to the husband. What does that look like? That means that you honor his role as the head of the household, that he is the one that ultimately is guiding your household. He's guiding you as far as decisions made. He's guiding you spiritually. He's guiding you and your children and respecting him and respecting that role. Now, if your husband is, is in a position where he's not fulfilling that role, then that's definitely when you got to put God first and you have to seek God and you have to ask the Lord to show him, show him the right way to go so that he can lead your family properly. And so when you put God first in your marriage, everything else will line up. The tough times that you go through, you'll be able to go through them together. The good times that you go through, you'll be able to celebrate and glorify God in them. The decisions that you have to make, you'll make sure that they're in line with God's will for you individually and you as a couple. And so that is what put God first means. It's not just a cliche thing to say. It's not just a nice fuzzy saying. It really means something. And so if you are married or if you are seeking a spouse, put God first especially in seeking a spouse. You want to make sure that you are connecting with the spouse that God has for you because you're just out here willy-nilly and you're just with somebody because they're nice, because they make good money, because they look good, because they're doing all these things. They could be a wolf in sheep's clothing. And you wouldn't know that unless you put God first and you ask him for that wisdom and that discernment. Now, I could tell you when I uh, was first met my husband, I was not even looking. I was like, I was actually a little resistant because uh, just to tell y'all our story briefly, a friend of mine, he went to a birthday party with one of his friends. It was her birthday party. She met him. She thought that he was great. He would be perfect for me. So she called me and she was like, oh, I met this guy. He's so awesome. Here's his number. You need to call him. And I was like, mm -mm, I don't call dudes. I'm not desperate. 
y'all, I was, I was something else. And she was like, well, I didn't give him your number. So you have to call him. And so I had to humble myself and call. And it was the best decision I ever made. We spoke for a week and then we met at her house and for Sunday dinner. It was the night that um, Jamie Foxx won the Oscar for Ray. And he was supposed to go to work that night, but he called out because he wanted to spend time with me. And we have been connected by the hip ever since. We met and married in the same year. And I knew. I knew that he was the one that God had for me. And so seek God first, y'all. And God will show you the person for you. All right. Our next point is listen to understand, not to respond. That was a tough one for me, too, because listening skills, listening was not always my strength. Now I'm complimented on how well I listen and how well I have active listening skills and the things that I can you know, do and understand. But at one point, listening was not my strength. And I would listen just to wait to hear you pause for a minute so that I could respond and interject what I wanted to say. I really wasn't listening to understand where you were coming from, what you were trying to relay. And so that's something that I had to learn in my marriage and with my spouse, that I had to take the time to listen, to really understand his point of view. And then once I listened and I understood, then I could respond appropriately. But if I wasn't listening, if I wasn't understanding, then I was just talking, (laughs) you know, and he wasn't getting heard. His point wasn't being understood. And so when I responded and I didn't respond in relation to what he said, then he was frustrated because he wasn't being understood. And it's a whole cycle. And so when we're communicating with our spouses or anyone, we need to listen to understand, not to respond. Really put your active listening ears on. If you've ever worked in customer service, they tell you to have active listening ears on. We are on the phone with that customer and we have to really listen to understand what their complaint is. Why are they calling us? How can we resolve their issue? And so it's the same way with your spouse or with your loved ones. You must have active listening skills. I see Samantha says, that's a good point. Thank you so much, sis. So y'all, let's listen to understand, not to respond. Take the time to listen. Even if they all over the place or whatever it is, but take the time to listen. And really, sometimes it's understanding what's being said. That's not really being said. So let me say that again. because Y'all like, what? Listen to what's being said that's not really being said. Sometimes when people are talking, there are context clues in what they're saying. They may not come out and say, I'm sad. They may not come out and say, I'm depressed. They may not come out and say, I'm frustrated because you did this. Or I'm frustrated about this situation. But the things that they say will tell you those things. The things that they say will tell you they're sad. They'll tell you they're just, they're frustrated. It'll tell you they're depressed. But if you're not listening to understand, 
you won't pick up on the clues. And then when you get those clues and you understand that they're sad, that they're upset, that they're depressed or whatever, go back to our first point, put God first, pray and ask God, how do you, what do you want me to say? What do I need to say at this point? Or do I even need to say anything? Do I need to just listen? How do I need to respond? Okay. So that's our second point. Listen to understand, not to respond. Exactly, Samantha. Read between the lines. Exactly. And our next point is to respect each other's opinion, even if you don't agree. (sighs) That's a hard one, right? (laughs) I can say it's hard for me. I don't know about y'all. But sometimes it's hard to respect someone else's opinion when you don't agree with them. You think they're crazy. You think they're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And you just don't make any sense. But you must respect each other's opinions, especially in a marriage relationship, because you're two people coming together. Two told, you are two whole people coming together in this relationship. And so you're going to have different opinions. You're not going to agree all the time. If someone is married and they tell you they agree with their spouse all the time, I, I mean, I just hate to say it, but they they lied. <laughs> There's no way you don't agree with your spouse all the time. You don't. Uh, going back to some of the comments here, I see Lesnar says, listening to understand teaches you how to discern. That's right. That's right. It does. It teaches you how to discern. And then Samantha says, or just that you know more than them. <laughs> Teach me, sis. (laughs) I know, right? We do think we're right. We think that we know more. We think nobody can teach us anything. Not that we discount that our spouses are intelligent. We know they're intelligent or else we wouldn't have married them. You know, you got to have some kind of intelligence for me to want to connect with you, for me to be able to talk to you. But sometimes in some areas, we think we know it all. And in some areas, that, I mean, but that's really the strength of marriage when you think about it. Where I'm strong, where I'm good with communication, I'm good with, you know, you know, handling business and things like that. Maybe your spouse is not as strong in those areas, but your spouse is good with um, making sure that things are organized. Your spouse is good with taking care of the the yard and taking care of the car and those kinds of things. So everyone is not strong in every area, but you have to respect that. But even though they may not be strong in the area that you're strong in, they still have an opinion about it. And it's okay for them to express their opinion. You may be the one that's handling the finances or handling, you know, affairs, but they feel that you didn't make the right decision with something and they have an opinion about it. You have to respect that opinion. They may be handling, you know, taking care of the home repairs, but they didn't repair something right. Or you felt maybe they should have went ahead and hired somebody instead of trying to do it themselves. You have, you have the right to have that opinion. So we must, we must, we must be what must y'all. Respect each other's opinions, even when we don't agree. It's okay. It's okay not to agree. And sometimes it's okay to agree to disagree. 
it's okay. But we must respect each other because where the issue comes in is when you lose respect for your spouse, your relationship is on a decline. When you no longer uh, respect your spouse's opinion, you no longer respect what they do, what they say. I mean, you're on a slippery slope. So you must keep that respect there. You must honor each other. You must communicate with each other in a nice way. Don't call each other out their name, out your name. Definitely don't hit each other. Don't do anything that will disrespect or dishonor your spouse. You have to respect them. I see Smith says, oh, Lord, out, Sherry speaks life. <laughs> well, if I'm stepping on your toes, say like Samantha, say ouch. <laughs> but we must, we must, we must. And Leslie says, yes, respect is so vital. It is, sis. It is this respect is so vital. That soul means something. She is so right. It's so important. That's something that you must keep in your relationship. You must respect each other. You cannot like each other for a minute. You can be angry with each other for a minute. But never lose that respect for each other. Respecting that person. As a human being, if nothing else, right? And so then my next point is laugh, laugh often. <laughs> I love to laugh. I like humor. And I one thing I like about my husband and I's relationship is that we have all kind of inside jokes. <laughs> we have all kind of, you look at me, I look at him. We just bust out laughing <laughs> because we know it's something going on watching even watching movies together and laughing or just bringing the fun into your relationship marriage is not meant to be serious all the time marriage is not just paying the bills and taking care of the kids and making sure that this is straight and that is straight you have to do those things those things are important but you can relax too you can have fun too, and you can laugh. Laughing makes us feel so good. It's the, I think, the serotonin, and, and it makes you feel good. It makes you feel joyful, and when you can have that connection with your spouse, that draws you even closer to your spouse. To be able to laugh, to be able to have those inside jokes, to just be able to connect on that level is so important. So laugh, especially if you all have gone through a traumatic experience together, if you all have gone through a difficult time in your marriage and now you're trying to come back together, find reasons to laugh, find things that are just funny, even laughing at each other, but you know, not in a, in a negative way, but your spouse make, makes a mistake or something and it's funny, you can laugh and they can laugh at you. Just having that connection. I love it. Oh, thank you, Miss Gussan. It's a happy anniversary. Thank you so much. And so laugh often, y'all. Laugh with your spouse. Don't you know when you get with your girlfriends or your guy friends and y'all are just having fun and laughing, doesn't that bring y'all closer together? Well, your marriage is the most intimate relationship that you have beyond your relationship with God. 
And so don't you want fun and joy in that relationship? So laugh, have fun. Sometimes laughing can help you deal with even a serious situation. Something, you know, maybe going on. But if you can find something funny in it, it helps it get along a lot better. So that's my fourth point is to laugh often. All right. And then my last and final point is to support each other's dreams and ambitions. As I said before, you are two whole people coming together to make this relationship work. So you have dreams, you have ambitions, you have goals beyond your marriage. You have goals beyond connections with your husband, connections with your children. You know, just speaking with us as wives, as husbands, you have dreams beyond your connection with your wife and your connection with your children. But we must support each other in those dreams and ambitions. And in order to do that, we have to communicate. We have to let our spouses know, hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing. This is what I want to do. What do you think about it? And then support. I can say for me, and I just want to publicly, I say it often, but I just want to publicly let my husband know how much I appreciate him, how much I appreciate him supporting me in my dreams. When I told him that I was needed to walk away from my nine to five back in 2019 and what the Lord was leading me to do, he didn't blink. He said, well, well let's, let's do it. We're going to make it work. Whatever the Lord says. And that was the most beautiful show of love that he could have given me. I wouldn't try to get emotional. But just saying, it's okay, baby, I got you. And it hasn't been easy. Things didn't flow like I thought they were going to flow in the beginning. I, money has been funny. But he's supported me. And he has worked hard for our family ever since. And I just want to honor him today in that. I didn't mean to get emotional, but I guess the emotions are needed. And somebody needs to see this and to hear this. If you have a spouse and your spouse is supporting you, and your spouse has your back. That is the most beautiful thing that you could have. And I just need to tell you, Willie Jones, that I love you and I thank you. I thank you for supporting my dreams. Even recently, I came to him and said, the Lord was telling me about a calling on my life. And it took him a minute to process it. But he said, okay, this is what the Lord is telling you to do. It doesn't get any better than that, y'all. So as a spouse, support your spouse's dreams and ambitions because it's so valuable. It's so needed. It's a sacrifice, yes, but it, it just shows the power of love. Like... Um, Tabitha Brown, I watched Tabitha Brown. I don't know if you all watch her. 
um, she's a well beyond a vegan influencer, but she's a celebrity. And um, she was able to retire her husband from the police force earlier this year. There was a lot of controversy about that. A lot of people was like, oh, is she supporting him? But he supported her. He held her down for 15 years as she pursued a career in acting. She told him, oh, give me five years. And that five turned in 15 years. And he was on the police force sacrificing his life every single day. She was able to, he did that to support her dreams. And now she's able to support his dreams. And now he's able to do his mentoring program or, you know, different things that he wanted to do. That's what marriage is about. Supporting dreams and ambitions, y'all. And so just support. Support your spouse. Um, just want to look at some. Samantha says, oh, will you rock? <laughs> Thank you. And then Leslie says, laughter is a tool to dismantle unnecessary harm, a type of protector of the covenant. Girl, you better say that. I got to put that up, girl. Laughter is a tool to dismantle unnecessary harm, a type of protector of the covenant. That is so true. I love the way you said that. That just summed up everything I was trying to say. <laughs> but yes, laughter can protect you from harm. It's a protector of your covenant. It's a protector of your bond as a married couple is to laugh. So thank you so much for that, Leslie. So that was my last point is support each other's dreams and ambitions. So maybe you need to go to your spouse today and say, babe, what are your dreams? What are your ambitions? What do you want to do outside of just our household outside of taking care of the kids, taking care of me. What is it that you want to do? What are your dreams? What are your hopes? How can we work on doing this together? You never know what may come out. Never know what they may say. Maybe shocking. <laughs> so that you've known people, somebody for years and years and years. But you may be shocked at what's really in their hearts, what they really want to do. So go ask your spouse that today. I challenge you. Oh, hey, sunshine. Thank you so much for being on. She says, amen. Uh, Leslie says, yes, ma'am. Glory to God. And Timothy, happy anniversary. Thank you so much, Timothy. So you all know I like to recap. So let's go back and recap our points. First point is put God first. It's more than a notion. It's more than a nice, fuzzy thing to say. But put God first. Listen to understand, not to respond. Put your active listening ears on. Respect each other's opinion, even if you don't agree. Respect is so important. Laugh often. As Leslie said, it's the protector of the covenant of marriage to laugh. And lastly, support each other's dreams and ambitions. Those are our points today. Oh, thank you so much, Leslie. Happy anniversary. So those are our points. I hope this conversation was a blessing to you. I hope this conversation encouraged you today. I hope that it blessed you and that it helps you to speak life in your marriage. And if you're single, I hope that it encourages you for when that day does come, that you will have some tools in your belt 
on how to communicate and speak life with your spouse. Oh, Samantha says, happy, oh, happy anniversary. We love you. I love you, too. <laughs> I love all of you all. I appreciate you all so, so much for coming on today. Now, as you all know, today is Black Friday. So Sherry Speaks Life does have a Black Friday deal. My book, Trouble Don't Last Always, is on sale on Amazon. The ebook is on sale on Amazon through Sunday for only 99 cents. You all must read this book, not because I wrote it, (laughs) but I got, I've received great reviews on this book. It is the story of a single mom, actually. Her name is Maureen and Maureen makes a decision to reconnect with her child's father that leaves her convicted, that leaves her confused, leaves her questioning her faith. And it is the catalyst for a whole lot of drama in her life. But through her journey, through her ups and her downs, she finds out why trouble don't last always, why God is always there, why faith is so important. She learns lessons about friendship. She learns lessons about relationship. She learns lessons about her relationship and her connection with God. And so I believe that this story is so impactful. Not only is it entertaining, but it is impactful. And so I encourage you, go to Amazon. You can read an excerpt of the first two chapters, see how you like it, and go ahead and purchase it. 99 cents, y'all. Y'all can't beat that for a dollar. You will get this book. And then if you would like a print copy of the book, you can pre-order the print copy and I will autograph it for you. Put my little John Hancock on it. I will autograph it for you. And you just need to go to bit.ly TDLA order. And so that's trouble don't last always order TDLA order. And you can pre-order your copy of the book with free shipping, free shipping. Okay. So that is my Black Friday deal. Oh, Samantha says she running to Amazon. Okay. <laughs> Run to Amazon, run to Amazon and get your copy this weekend. And I hope that the story is a blessing. Like I said, I've had people that would like one um, reader said, girl, you're going to make me lose my job because she was trying to read the book while she was working. (laughs) She couldn't put it down because the story is fast paced. The story is engaging. It will keep you on the edge of your seat. It is not predictable. Even though this is a faith based, you know, book, it's not predictable. And these characters, y'all, are not cookie cutter, perfect characters. They are flawed. They are real. They are just like me and you. And the things that they are experienced are just like me and you. So I pray that you all pick up your copy um, today, 99 cents for the e-copy. And then if you would like your print copy, they should be released in December. And so you can order one for you or you can order one for the reader on your list, someone on your list that loves to read. Um, But go to bit.ly forward slash TDLA order and get your book. All right. Leslie said, you have my support, sis. Thank you so much, Leslie. And Sunshine says, happy anniversary. Thank you so much. Thank y'all so much. So you all take care. You all be blessed. You all have a wonderful day. And speak life to your spouse. Cherish your spouse. Love on your spouse. 
And if you're single and you're desiring a spouse, go ahead and love on them already. Pray for them. Pray for the person that God is molding and shaping and developing for you. All right. But you all take care. I love you so much with the love of the Lord. uh, Sunshine said I'll be ordering today. Thank you so much. I love you all so, so much with the love of the Lord. You all be blessed. And I will be back here next Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I truly appreciate y'all's support. I truly appreciate you all thinking it not robbery to come on here on Friday mornings and um, connect with me and my messages. So I love you all. Signing off at Sherry Speaks Life Podcast, and I will see you next Friday. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Sherry Speaks Life Podcast. I hope that it was a blessing to you and taught you something new about speaking life. I would love to connect with you. Visit SherrySpeaksLife.com to learn more about my coaching program, my books, and to join the Speak Life Prayer Challenge. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Sherry Speaks Life. I look forward to chatting with you next week. Remember, always speak life.